Luis on line one. What's up, Luis? Hello, Luis. Luis left. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh. Sorry. No way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. 800-771-1025 or 727-579-1025. And we'll play the anthem uh, daily. Uh, uh, everything on that's, all uh, Cox Media Group stations. Everything that's going on. Brett got a little bit of a, a respite from uh, ever having to go see Kenny Rogers again. Oh, it, was, it was okay. He, he's the first Kenny <laughs> that I've seen a million times prior to Kenny Chesney. Mm-hmm. And my wife, that's what kind of got her into country music was uh, Kenny Rogers. Right. Like, how, though? Because uh, she's about our age. She's, you know, well, her parents passed her parents like Kenny Rogers and that kind of stuff. So they passed it down. And country fans. She learns as a little kid to like him. There you go. So now he's hmm. gone. When he passed away on Friday, right? Uh, I feel Saturday. like it was. It might have been Friday, Saturday. but I feel like I got the info Saturday morning. Ah, oh, that's too bad. Yeah, he was yeah. nice. It, he was good, but you know, it's like uh, we've seen him. I probably seen him, like I said like five or six times. Um, Who have you seen more, Kenny Rogers or Iron Maiden? <laughs> oh no. Uh, mm. Might be equal. Mm. Might be equal. <laughs> Kenny Chesney and Ozzy are the two. Ozzy slash Black Sabbath are the two that I've seen the most. Going into uh, double digits like 11, 12 times. Wow. Mm-hmm. So I know every I know every Kenny Chesney song. And Kenny Rogers. And now Kenny Rogers too. But it's fun. You have to admit, Kenny Chesney is a good time. It's not like you're miserable there. Correct. If you haven't seen him, it's like Jimmy, like a Jimmy Buffett party right. Right. vibe. So it's okay. Kenny Rogers is, is fine too, because you know the majority of the songs. Do I though? I feel like I know Lucille you know and Gambler. Ball. Do I? On a, yeah. Howard you know County, so many years. Lady. Oh you know all yeah. of them. He's got all nice that stuff. You know. Lady. Lady is sticks. Well, yeah, no, oh, this no. It's the other one, right? It's Lucille. Like Lucille, I said, oh. I know. Across from the depot. I love this. On a bar stool, she took off her rain. Tell story. I thought I'd get closer. So I walked on over. I sat down. And ask her her name When the drinks finally hit her She said I'm no quitter But I finally quit living on dreams I'm hungry for laughter And here ever after I'm after whatever the other life brings In the mirror I saw him And I closely watched him Thought how he looked out of place. Takes a long time to get to the hook. Sure does. <laughs> he came to the woman who sat there beside me. He had a strange look on. You saw this seven face. times live? Uh, yeah, about five or six. Yeah. Jesus. And we usually go to the Christmas show that he does. <laughs> so he mixes a lot of stuff. Like the Christmas shows that he would do when he would come to the area, he would uh, do the hits and a lot of the Christmas songs. And even the hits, too, he would do. He'd like half sing them, like a, like kind of a medley here and there. He'd tell a lot of stories. Find time to lead me, Lucy. Yeah, because Lucille's a bitch. That's why. (laughs) She was tired of living on dreams, and she wanted to. She wanted to go live her life. She had all these kids and a husband, and Mm. she just wants to go do her thing. She left him with the kids. What kind of whore does that? She wanted to go live. She kind of wants to go hang with Big Boot Dolly, right? (laughs) Yes, sorry. Oh, this is the one he did with Dolly. This uh, Islands in the Stream. stream, Sure is. 
Forgot about this one. I'll give him this. He does a lot of songs that get stuck in your head. Does he? He does a lot. If you think about No One to Hold Him, Lucille, like you should, any one of these could get stuck for a day. No problem. And what do you call Dolly Parton in the bathtub? Islands in the stream. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> wow. I feel like I remember that from when I was a kid. I know. I love that. It requires a I'm not, I'm not going. I know it. From when I was a kid, it was uh, probably on the radio in my mother's car or something. But and a couple years ago, I think he just had like um, hip surgery or something like the last time we saw him. And he could barely walk to the stage. Oh, and he sat on a stool and his voice isn't necessarily... Uh, what it was, so like I said, kind of half-sung songs. But didn't he retire right after that? Yeah, and then he had to cancel a few shows. You kind of knew. Right. That it, uh, it was it was coming. Fun fact, we met him a year before, a few months before we were getting married at one of the shows, and we handed him an invitation to our uh, to our wedding. We invited him. <laughs> Security! <laughs> Security! <laughs> what if he showed up, though? That would have been awesome. It was surprisingly he didn't RSVP. Oh, wow. my God. <laughs> What did he do? Of course, we that? showed up. How many times we got to tell yes, you, you guys to get the crackpots away from me? <laughs> Too close. Where, where, where were you when you handed it to him? Like what? Backstage. We were backstage. Okay, we just, so we had just met him. He took it. You guys left. He chucked it right in the garbage. All right. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's very sweet of you. No, it's funny. Monica said that. I was like, I wonder if that invitation ended up in the little garbage can in his dressing room. Absolutely. Or he actually Aww. took it out the door with him. And then the next city saw it. And we're like, what am I doing? Threw it out in the little garbage can in the hotel. No. <laughs> Held on to it. God forbid we ever had a toilet paper shortage. <laughs> Maybe his management is using it right now. We don't know. Right. Well, invitations, they go easy swipe in your butt crack. It's like a credit card. Wouldn't it be crazy if all of a sudden they showed pictures from the wake or whatever it is, and there's that invitation tucked in the casket? <laughs> he cherished this so much. He never spoke about it that much. Was mine. It was mine. Hey, hey, that was my wedding. I told you he kept it. It's sticking out of the pocket of the sport coat he hadn't worn since he saw you guys, and that's what the they dressed him in for his wake. Am I in the will? Am I in the will? He leaves you something. I'm so sorry I meant to send you a gift and I never did. One of Kenny's biggest regrets is not RSVPing to the wedding. <laughs> so here's $3 million. <laughs> and, our, and our wedding song was was crazy by Kenny there Rogers. No Surprisingly, believe it or not, not picked by me. I didn't oh. choose this. No? I thought you picked it for your wife. No. <laughs> it was picked for me. Oh. Yeah. I don't know if I know this. I don't even know this one, and I'm. No, you guys were there, of course you know it. You, you and oh, Rock, right. you and JP got together, and you guys. Oh wait, what am I thinking? You, you, left, the, you left the wives at the table. This is a guy called Kenny Rogers. Was this before or crazy. after we got the? You handed us the Thundersticks, or the DJ handed us. The this was after. So after, after the, the after the Thundersticks. So we already yeah, had we, Thundersticks. We, we made our hand? entrance. Um, <laughs> we we made our entrance in, and now I feel like we got here the we are first dance. I feel like we got the Thundersticks later on in the show. No, no, that's how we. You got to hype the crowd up and then slow them down. Right around the, I feel like we got the thundersticks right around the Vietnamese hour. Yeah. No, it was after that. Was there, was there crying or was there butt grabbing? What kind of first dance was it? Yes and yes. Uh. I cried, she grabbed my butt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Again, opposite what I pictured. Yeah. That's how we kind of live our lives, you know? I will you don't expect anything. Like when you guys dance with each other, I was great when you left your wives at the table. 
Me and Raj? Yeah, oh my God, it was such, such a moment. A and this moment. is where they I was watching everybody. the video the other day. <laughs> it was pivotal in our 20 years. It's how we survived. Absolutely. We don't take the time out to grab each other's ass and <laughs> appreciate enough. each other. Just not enough. We need to do it a little bit more often. <laughs> If we were on, the, on some sort of uh, social distancing, I'd do it right now. You're right. Yeah. It's well, a shame. Never Just to bring it back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not afraid. There is one thing I mean, I'm afraid of coronavirus, so we're not going to do it. But, you know, <laughs> if that wasn't in play. Put it in. <laughs> if Kenny Rogers dies again, I promise you. If he uh, dies again. That's a deal. Deal. I love if it. If he dies again, I promise you. We, we'll, if he dies again, we'll renew our vows and we'll you guys can do it. We'll if we're not in another coronavirus type thing. Right. Then we promise. Unleash the virus! <laughs> <laughs> You're right. <laughs> of course. Would you say this is his biggest, right, since his nickname's The Gambler, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right now, I'm just having a hard time. I'm, I'm picturing... I'm bigger than Lucille. My high school, my senior year, we had a mm-hmm. we did the variety show. And, you uh, did the variety show? I was an MC for it. Oh. And there, there was a skit. <laughs> it was The Gambler, and it was Chuck, my buddy Chuck. Are they acting it out? Coming out in cowboy hat, belt buckle... So it's, what do they call it now? Um, Bolo tie? No, no, no. Yeah, he, the, the whole spiel. Not, <laughs> ba- it's basically like cowboy blackface. <laughs> oh, bastardized no. Are you serious? 100%. Oh. I was kidding. No, what do they uh, What do they call it when you wear some, uh, appropriate? Uh, oh, cultural, cultural misappropriation. Yeah, it was yeah. total cultural whatever, that thing. Oh. And he came out, he's got the hat on, and he's like stiff as a board. He's got mm-hmm. cow- his jeans tucked in his cowboy boots. They're up to his <laughs> knees. It's the whole thing. And he sang The Gambler. We had like... But a, he wasn't in blackface. Like had, You're like, not saying that. You're we, saying... No, no, no. He stole the Basically, cowboy... Uh, it's, it was like cowboy blackface. Their culture. Right, 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 right. <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> if there was a real cowboy in the audience, he would have been offended. 100%. That would have killed him. That would have killed him. <laughs> I mean, it was just blatant. <laughs> blatant. When Kenny. When the done, you got no Is that a country music DJ trick to talk right in that space? <laughs> my, my country radio roots are coming up. I, that's actually when I met him was through the country radio station when I worked. You met him too? Over there, yeah. Nicest, nicest guy. I don't think he even threw your invitation away. I wouldn't be surprised if he still had it. Brett, nice guy. One of his regrets. It's sitting on his dresser in his bed. <laughs> For 15 years. Who let the Mexicans in? What? what I tell you? That's in my rider. <laughs> no, no Mexicanos. Little, no little Mexicanos. <laughs> Says it right there. <laughs> Still think he's nice? Mexicanos. <laughs> We're thinking of him as being the nicest guy. Get well, back here. he really is, would be hilarious. Right. He is the nicest. <laughs> hey, Bill, on line one. Get it, Bill. Yeah, man. Hey, how are y'all doing? Hey, All what's right. Up? What's happening? And not a whole lot. I know y'all uh, were telling uh, thanks to all the people that were, you know, being there for us on uh, that mm-hmm. noon o'clock thing. I think we need to remember and thank the truck drivers, you know, that are out there mm. helping us and keeping us alive and well. Because if you see mm. somebody driving a truck, you should say thanks because they're really keeping us going. You know what I mean? Are you one of them? That's all I wanted to say. Huh? Are you one of the, Are you one of the truck drivers? No, no. I'm actually looking for a job. Going to be driving trucks. So hopefully now it's. Because my other job, I was driving cabs, and uh, that's kind of a little dangerous at this time. So if I figure if I just get into a, uh, driving a truck and delivering parts, uh, you know, food, whatnot, be better than uh, what I was doing before. Because I have asthma, and I'm afraid to get out there and 
you know, get into it. it. If I did, I might catch mm-hmm. you doing being a cat no. You're with people all the time. Yep. You don't want to deal with those animals. Stay in your house. You have asthma. I am. Stay I have truck. been since Friday, last Friday. So Good. It's been rough. Thanks, Bill. Thanks, y'all. Good luck. <laughs> no, you don't want to do that. Thank you, everybody. Well, that's nice. I talked to my, uh, speaking of thanking people, um, obviously everybody that's involved in the medical field, I talked to my cousin who's an ER doctor, right? <clears throat> I know, I know. I, I just, I can't, I don't even know how she's, I just. I would have to go home and take a Silkwood shower yeah, every day. Burn way. my clothes, never wear them again. <laughs> right. My buddy's uh, cousin have- is a blood doctor. In the oh. midst of this, can you imagine being that guy? The nope. stress, the stress oh. of it all. Just the pure does your, stress. they're overwhelmed. Does your cousin have all the stuff that they need? Is the hospital struggling yet, or she, well, she's, she's, not yet? Uh, from what I understand, yeah, she works in uh, in Iowa and in, in a, a smaller town. It's not a tiny, tiny town, but it's definitely smaller. Um, but it's more so being away from the family and not being able to, you know, and like you said, silk would shower and just, I mean, mm. having to deal with everybody coming in who, from the story she tells, are already like, hey, I'm sick, I'm sick now. It's like, <laughs> I'm sick, you know, and having yeah. to deal with, and she's the, she's the, she's the one they go to, you know what I mean? She's, she's it. So she's got to run around and diagnose and, ugh. Can't even imagine. I can't, I just don't know how Every day you're in their face and they're in your face. I really can't imagine. It's I don't know how they do that. Scary. I, it, beyond scary. Like, you don't... Ugh. She was the guy, one was I got to try me. and find it. There's one of the guys we work with, his daughter is an ER doctor. Oh, yeah. And he's freaking. He put a post on Facebook. I've never seen this guy post anything oh. other yeah. than, like, family pictures and stuff like that. Yeah. You never even see much emotion out of him. He's usually very, just, like, very even-keeled. You don't see, like, that kind of expression from him. I don't know. What but when it's your daughter... Where the hell is it? That's rough. I, I can't find it. He said, yesterday. and she's in New Jersey, I believe. Um, Hoboken, but whatever. New Jersey's packed with cases. Mm. They got all sorts of issues, so she's going to see no shortage. Or yeah. yeah, we have the the National Guard is on their way here. You know, Trump is telling the uh, gave the go ahead to. The, the automakers to start making ventilators, which yeah, I don't know how easy over. a turnaround that is, but you know that's yeah. They all know, you know, those guys who make that stuff. They know what they can switch over to and what parts and how they can make. You know, they know that stuff. It happened. It's happened in wars. So I guess with computers and robots and people between all of them, somehow yeah. they can make what we need. Hey, Donnie, on line one, what's going uh-huh. on? Hey, bud, look at here. For the guy that called in wants to be a truck driver, I'm driving one right now. And believe me, we got enough idiots out here behind these stern wheels. We don't need another one. So think about doing something else. Why? Well, why, do, why, would you, why do you think? You're would, saying he's an idiot? Yeah. Why? <laughs> right now, anybody wants to be a truck driver is an idiot. Why? It sounds like you would have endless work. Why would it be bad? I'm an expert because I'm the biggest idiot out here on the road, buddy. Oh, is that what it is? But there's less and less. I've been driving driving truck 46 years, and that's the worst thing I've ever done in my life. Oh, my God. Why did you go 46 years then? Why didn't you stop at 25 or 30? Because I'm an idiot. <laughs> Why is it so bad? Is it your? Is it like something with your back, your legs? Is it a health thing, or is it your board? Why, why are you an idiot for this? It sounds like you can make good money doing this after that many years. I make good money. Bad, mm-hmm. bad I can't deny. 
Mm-hmm. I made a lot of friends and a lot of enemies out here, mostly enemies. Oh. But, no way. but the drugs, everything that had to, to make me do this job the way I needed to, is gone. Oh. The fun so no side more- of it, the fun side of it, the law's more stricter, and there's more idiots on, behind the stern wheels out here than you so- can take a stick at. So what you're telling me is you're upset that they don't want the truck drivers taking meth anymore? Is that what you're upset about? No, I'm upset because we got a bunch of idiots that want to jump out of cars and cabs and trucks and Mm. become what we're doing and what we're totally stand for. And believe me, it's no fun out here, and you don't want to be a truck driver. Mm. Go go hammer a nail. Go pour concrete. Go do something, and leave the leave this out here to us. Okay. All right. All right th- thanks, Donnie. Good luck. All right, buddy. Y'all take care. You All right, buddy. Really you take care. Man. Maggie on line <laughs> yeah. three. Go ahead, Maggie. It sounds smart. Right. Um, my niece is in pre med out in uh, San Antonio, Texas, <laughs> and they're actually offering students a chance to go to the front lines, they'll get credit. They're not going to get anything other than that. And mm. they're putting, obviously, their lives on the line. But if they want to learn what it's really like in the ER, mm. come on, we'll teach you something. And right. Right, but those, to well, sign up for it. Will those credits go towards graduation? Or it's like, are they yes. just giving them empty credits? No, no, no. It will go towards graduation. Hmm. Trust me. My sister made sure that they looked yeah. into it, and it's like, oh, no. Right. We're not right. putting so your like life on the line for nothing. Hmm. Is she going to do it? Yeah. She's fixing to sign up. Her mom's not happy about it, but, I mean, the girl's 22 years old. Nothing mom can right. do about it. No. Look at it this way. She graduates in two years. Same situation. She'd be in there anyway. How about I mean, this, I don't though? I don't know if it makes any difference. Maybe she, the mom right. should focus on the kid that she raised. She did a good job. Okay. Yeah, she did. She did an excellent job. My son you just know. went in the Army, so we both did good. There wow, go. good job. Right on. Right. Pat on the back for Thanks, you, too. Maggie. That's nice. Good luck to good your uh, your niece and your family and everything else. Good luck. John on line two. And then we'll take a break. Go ahead, John. Hey, how you doing, man? Uh, not hearing anybody really talk out there about telecommunications and utility workers. These companies out here are sticking us in situations that are not safe, sending mm. us into people's homes, places that we don't know if people are sick or not. And we've been voicing those concerns with them. Can't really say too much more. And right. mm-hmm. Now, we, trust me, we got the exact same phone call same on one. Friday on our other show, the exact same thing. Complete other states, same situation. He's like, if I visit 35 people a week and... In our meeting on Monday, we have all of us guys who go out to 35 houses a week, and one of us exposes all the rest, and all of us take it to 35 houses a week. That's bad. And he's not wrong. Right. It's horrible. And you're there for hours at a time, yeah, right? Here. Yep, we're there for hours at a time. It's scary. We can't make our own judgment as far as if we're afraid to go in there. It's all about turning and getting these orders in so they make money and not our, our help. Hmm. I mean, you guys should... And I, we understand the importance of it for people out there, but, you know, the, the company still got to look out for their employees. And, you know, you guys talk about all the metal people and things like that. I mean, we're also behind the lines there making sure they've got what they need. But there is a point to where they should be sitting back realizing, hey, you know, whoever doesn't have these services right now, you know, they don't need to be placing these orders. Let's just maintain the network that's there right now. Right. Yeah. You know what? You make a good point. I don't even know. I don't begin to know what the answer is to that. Just because someone's... uh 
someone's reception is a little snowy. Mm. Uh, you know, grand scheme of things, it's going to have to wait. John, do you guys at least wear gloves? Yeah, but that doesn't protect everything if you think about it, man. You take True, it, I know. Talk. I'm just saying no, at least. To be honest with you, and thanks for the call, John. I'm still trying to un- – good luck, brother. We're pulling for you. I'm still trying to understand this whole gloves thing. Mm-hmm. I can't do it. And it's just about, it's not even about touching stuff because I clean my area and everything mm-hmm. else and, you know, door handles and everything else. I don't, I don't use my hands. I'm using my sleeve or whatever it is. Yeah. But if you use the gloves and you leave them on and then you touch your face, you're just as screwed. So what's the purpose? Well, it's prevented me personally from touching my face more. Has yeah. it? Yeah, absolutely. I'm thinking about my hands constantly. Right. So with, even with, you- with the gloves on. Because they're uncomfortable. Mm. Right. So even though you might touch something, let's say you touch something with COVID so it doesn't get on your skin, that's A, but it's on the outside of the glove. It's a good point by JP. So if you touch, but if you didn't have the gloves, you would touch your face automatically because that's what we do. So I guess I guess it's a good point. So it keeps you from touching your face. Ideally. Yeah. I don't know. When I wore it for a little while, I don't know, an hour earlier and an hour earlier this morning, I think it did keep me from touching my face, but... I mean, then if I had a niche, I like use my wrist or right. You know what use I mean. So is that good? Keep I don't know if that's good. The eye. <laughs> Can COVID get on my wrist? I'm sure. Right. It's everywhere. I just drank some <laughs> <laughs> by accident. Seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five eight hundred seven seven one one zero two five. If you guys want to get in on the conversation, any questions, observations, anytime you want to be part of the show, you are welcome. We'll be right back. Don't you love an extra hundred dollars in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 